Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers. I'm setting up uh, a dual stream, so you're going to have to bear with me for a second. As we've seen today in, in um, our final withdrawal from Afghanistan, the world is spinning out of control. Today we're going to discuss the globalist uh, battle plan. And uh, on DLive, we're going to go over a map I put together of this idea. So hopefully this is uh, showing up. Right now I'm getting everything taken care of. And here I go. Anyway, it's going to, until I get the DLive set up and ready to go. Okay, and here we are. Um... Thank you for listening to me today. Uh, if you hear background noises, I have the window open because it's a little bit hot. And the AC is louder, and uh, we'll take care of that. Right now, you're looking at <laughs> the bottom half of my chin, but soon enough, we'll get that squared away. So as we know, we're being attacked on many fronts. And um, it's kind of dis dis disheartening. But we knew this was this day was going to happen, so buckle in. It's going to be a long ride. Um, anyway, I'm uh, sharing my link out to different people that I think uh, might uh, find this engaging. Uh, if not, we'll go from there. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. Uh, we're about to begin. Go, go from here on out. Hopefully, everybody. I'm sharing it around to different people and on Twitter. So, bear with me here. So, the idea here is that uh, we've been uh, we've been getting bent over by a number of people out here in our society, um, and we know that they they've had an agenda since at least the. Uh, the beginning of this year, uh, not the beginning of this year, beginning of uh, 2020, actually that was when they decided to go ahead with their plan um, using uh, using uh, Trump as their, uh, their problem child that they had to solve. And so anyway, uh, we'll turn that off for now. Um, think anything else? And I also have to shut down the... Uh, <laughs> A site that I'm monitoring. Probably the hardest part about any broadcast is getting set up, especially since I'm doing this like leaning over my uh, desk, and uh, we'll go from there. So, anyway, all right, I think I'm where I need to be. The stream is going live. So, so our our talk today is about um, the global uh, plan against the United States and the world. And I broke it down by country. So every country on the map, on the Western world side, the UK, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, the Slavic countries, the Nordic countries, Japan, Taiwan, and finally the United States. I left out the Middle East and the Africa for the most part because uh, they're used as means to an end too. But uh, they're much more... Um, fractured uh, 
and the globalists like it that way. And they're always so much infighting and stuff like that. So there's probably not a whole lot of pushback there as things go. So anyway, um, and then if you look at this as a matrix, so the one thing everybody knows about is money. And they want to tie that to your home and your job and your uh, lifestyle and how you work and operate. In most countries, um, they're already kind of checked these boxes off um, in terms of how they control people through their home and their job. Some of these countries are highly socialistic already, so uh, they're beholden to the world at large. Um, this is this has always been kind of the problem that we've had in the United States as well. Um, next thing is uh, health health market or the health health mandates, the vaccine passport, the social move uh, social distancing and movement. Uh, they want to tie your ability to do your to go around, do your job, uh, into activities, entertainment, whatnot. And most countries are already, uh, so the UK, they've been rolling this out, and you can also include Ireland in that, and Scotland. Australia, uh, yes, they're already, um, with the situations there, they're, they're pushing that. Canada, we've heard about the vaccine passport. France, we heard about the vaccine passport. Germany, as well. Some of these other countries, I don't have a good idea, so I just left them blank. Um, and I don't even know about the laws in any of these cases, but we'll get to that next. So, with the UK, uh, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, uh, speech, free speech, and in the United States are working on it. This is the key. I put U.S. last because this is the one that they, they're, uh, they're working on uh, slowly but surely whittling away everything that we uh, fought for from 1776 through to the initiation of the U.S. Constitution in 1789. The idea is globalism, global, globalism equals communism. And communism is just a more modern version of uh, neo-feudalism, I guess you would say. Uh, the idea is there's, a lord, there's lords or princes and kings... There's their technocrats or lieges or people that are um, that do the bidding to keep the the rest of us all down. They don't want a middle class, and this isn't even really about. This is a class structure that's always been initiated. But they don't really want a class structure. They just want they want to they want the very top want to rule and bicker and argue and make random. Uh, they want to rule over their people. And they want to tell them what to do. And now they think they have the means at hand to do this, especially over the last 20 years since the Internet has taken off. And the Internet is a good control mechanism. They've been able to use that as a mechanism to keep us all in line, uh, to make us uh, subjects to them. They know that the, I mean, many people already understand that the social media is highly addictive and it keeps people uh, in a certain way with them and so because of that fact and i might be redlining here because of that fact uh they've been using that and they've been collecting big data the big data the term big data came up about 10 to 12 years ago and they've been using that as a, a way to functionally control people <clears throat> they know that they can push out their propaganda their globalist propaganda in regards to uh, climate change and what have you and it's a good good means to to their ends, so to speak. Let me fix my mic here. I'm holding it in my hand because I'm going to be walking around a lot. 
as a result, um, they've been uh, set, set, situating themselves based upon that. That's the reason why when they uh, kick this off finally, they've been doing test runs. So censorship has been a primary means to do this. They started in about 2015, 2016 with Alex Jones was one of the test cases. They've been running test cases and to, to see how much uh, pushback they would get from the public. See, this plan's been in operation for many, many years, probably upwards of 50 years. But they've never had quite the tools in place. And they've constantly pushed and retreated, pushed and retreated. The globalists have always been like this. And, and the people that are behind this, you know, the are even beyond the Gateses and the Soroses. And people see, oh, you're, you're a grand conspiracy theorist. No. This is real. This is absolutely real. You can see it around the world. Uh, just because you don't uh, see the the minions, what you're seeing are the technocrats. You're seeing the technocrats. Those are your prime ministers, your health ministers, your your chiefs of police, your your uh, Congress people, your senators, uh, your public anybody who. And and, and uh, like I said, they've been using the health. They finally they they knew that they could use a health crisis to get people to submit because people are fear based. Uh, and they knew fear works. So anyway, the last column is guns. Most of these countries don't already have disarmed their people. This was good for them. But the last country they didn't disarm was the United States. There's about 400 million guns in our country. Probably about more than half the country is armed. And they're very scared of that because the globalists can't win. So what do they do to the, uh, the United States? Um... They have a four-step process. So the first step is demoralization. This is a Yuri Bezmenov concept that I'm presenting, by the way. And it's four steps. Only this time it's a little bit different because it's worldwide. But it's definitely... I'm trying to find a marker here. So anyway. <clears throat> so the demoralization of a people. How do you do that? You miseducate them. Education. The West is bad. Have there been bad things in the West? Of course. The last 20 years have been indicative of that. And it's being driven by the globalists, by the way. Um, if you think of Barack Obama and you think of George Bush, they're one and the same. They were globalists. Trump wasn't a globalist. And look at what look at the look at the overwhelming response. The Klaus the Klaus Schwabs of the world who talk about nationalism or or populism. Well, he says nationalism is the, the great threat and danger to the world. No, it isn't. Being wanting, desirous of your culture to be the countries on the board is is a indicative of of trying to come up with a stable result resolution. There was a stable resolution uh, at, at many turns. Minor tweaks to the game. For example, the reunification of Germany after the after the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, the fact that we allowed the United States, and this was due to the feckless leadership of FDR and then later and then Truman, allowed the USSR to steamroll into Eastern Europe was an abomination. We should have put the communists down when we had the chance, as uh, Patton once uh, illuminated to most of us. But unfortunately, we did not do that. And as a matter of fact, we harbored the Nazis and we are harbored the communists. And the communists have been trying to destabilize the United States for since, uh, well, actually since the since the 19th Amendment, uh, women in, 
women and communists go hand in hand, by the way, because feminism is just a um, a tool, an instrument to to get this uh, equality, this egalitarian, equitable situation in hand. But I'm getting drifting off the subject. But the idea is to educate that everything about the West is bad. It doesn't matter that bad bad is relative to what you look at the entirety of the world. In the last 200 years, the world has substantially grown in technology and science and learning. And we've also had our drawbacks. That's why you've had wars. And the wars have been driven by the globalists. They always have been. Despite what other people may think and what have told you, the globalists are always about trying to reshape the map of the world. They don't want stasis. They don't want stability. Stability sucks to them. They want crisis. And that's what we'll get to later. So the demoralization about it is about fear and propaganda. Our fear and propaganda, obviously, this time is the virus. For years, I mean, if you go back around 1980 or 1970s, it was a, the fear of nuclear war, nuclear ho- holocaust. A Hollywood had send-ups of the, the day after and... God knows what else. Uh, the Cold War fears igniting uh, uh, into a hot war and suddenly uh, total nuclear annihilation. It was a it was a good since because of the fact that we dropped an atomic bomb on Japan. Ergo, the United States was considered evil by the communists because they were they're afraid. Most of these globalists are very afraid of everything. People that align themselves with globalists, like uh, the useful idiots that are m- many of the youth are fearful too. They're, 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 uh, they're uncertain about their place in the world and society. Therefore, they project all their insecurities onto other people. It's a psychological situation. So from the demoralization, the latest and greatest is Afghanistan. It's disheartening to know how many people have been destroyed uh, coming out of Afghanistan. Not only just the military... So the military, for example, the 13 uh, Marines, sailors, and an Army infantryman uh, who died over there um, were just indicative of the entire, um, I would say, planning that was put into place by the Biden administration. See, everybody has, I've seen so many stupid comments online about, you know, Trump was negotiating with Taliban. He was negotiating with the group that had the most power because the functionary that the the prior administration put into place was a Johns Hopkins professor who took off with $169 million to, I think, Cutter, for, for example. I don't remember his name. And I really don't care. But he was, uh, he was propped up into place by our CIA and other assets of uh, the U.S. Uh, complex, the imperialism that we had put in place in Afghanistan for many, many years. So Trump wanted him out of there. That's why he set a hard date with May 1st. He was trying to move along uh, that country and get us the heck out of there. Uh, but there was going to be an orderly and conditional retreat. He'd already proven that if if someone crossed him, he was more than willing to, to use a uh, weapon like uh, on, uh, what's his face, Soleimani, uh, to get what he wanted uh, done. And they knew he would do it. See, uh, sometimes to get, and this is why the globalists feared him, or they certainly didn't want to deal with him. I'm not saying Trump was, I was multiply, 
not culpable in many ways. I'm not saying that going around doing such things makes you a good guy. Sometimes the hardest things to do are <laughs> are often are um, things that wouldn't be considered morally morally right. But in for in terms of a policy standpoint, the choices are, are other choices are less than optimal. You know, sometimes you have to display the willingness to use force, especially when you use force against top tier uh, generals, top tier uh, political enemies. They're not political enemies; they're just political enemies that happen to be terrorists too. So maybe maybe we should uh, assess who they are as people and what they've done to other people. And determined that while it would be nice to get them in a court and do all the nice niceties of uh, giving them a fair day, a fair day, I think it's fair to uh, fair to say that international terrorists probably are not the amongst the people that you can do that with. We certainly didn't have that problem under Obama. The left was glad, or the the globalists were very happy to to throw him under the bus as long as they had the right puppet in place in, in terms of Obama. Uh, to control foreign policy, and he did all kinds of things. He just stabilized the entire Middle East with uh, Libya, the Arab Spring, and, uh, Syria, and uh, Egypt. You know, I didn't. I didn't really pay that much attention during that time frame because I was uh, in my own personal crisis. So that gets us to the next point: destabilization. So destabilization of the West and destabilization of the world. Is through lockdowns, uh, economic wealth transfer, because lockdowns are just uh, actually uh, you know dividing people into essential and non-essential uh, businesses. That was a very uh, neat and clean way for the biggest companies in the world to transfer wealth up to them to get handouts from the corporations, which has happened. Um, that wealth transfer has been in the trillions. Um, plus, on, on top of that, they ramped up the quantitative easing uh, from um, from our Fed and other places. Uh, Britain's, you know, handing out money. This uh, destroys motivations to work. Uh, this has been used uh, used on their useful idiots that they put on the street. So, if I give you twelve hundred dollars, plus uh, you're funded by a, funded by a George Soros who funds Antifa and funds. Uh, Outlets like BLM and BLM's getting ten and twenty billion dollars worth of uh, uh, funding from places like Bank of America. I mean, start putting the putting the put the clues together. Um, the reason why you have so much violence and just is to destabilize our society. Destabilize stable stability it works against everything these people believe in. They want us the rabble fighting amongst ourselves, the divide and conquer. The more and more we don't, uh, the more we don't pay attention to the whys behind what these people are trying to do. And the ultimate why is I don't know, but I've I've hazarded to guess it. They hate God so much. They're atheists. They despise the concept of God at all. That they want to. They're trying to. They're trying to see how much they have to wreck the world in order to get God to show up. That's how sick these people are. And they don't care who they throw under the bus. And they know that most people are too cognitively impaired to figure out what the heck's going on. And uh, 
And you explain this to certain people and the academics, of course. The academics are communists and they're atheists, so they go along with this stuff. Plus, they want to be technocrats. They've been getting funded and getting funded and getting funded. So their entire livelihood, their entire place in society is built on the facade that they actually are important. As uh, Yuri Bezmenov said, these people think they matter a lot. Um, so lockdowns and vaccines. So we all know vaccines are not what they are cracked up to be. These things were thrown together hatched together and then their contracts are highly suspicious they aren't vaccines they're actually gene therapies they're using new technology that nobody was vetting very well the founder of the technology dr robert malone um, has expressed his concerns very openly lately Uh, he actually said that uh, he's made mistakes he shouldn't have taken the moderna vaccine he which mean he believed in his own he believed in his own cooking. The only thing is he probably didn't realize that his own cooking involved a certain I mean he probably just I don't know. The adverse events of this, uh, adverse effects or adverse events are that uh, now they're and you remember they're they're trying to get us to take more booster shots and do things that uh, aren't very helpful to your life and your home. Let me fix something here. Hopefully. So, anyway, I'm uh, working on this as we're going. So, anyway, um, because of the because of their uh, concept and their beliefs, um, they first started that you really need the vaccine. Uh, and now they're requiring the vaccine to do things. That you need, need a vaccine against a, a coronavirus. A coronavirus that is highly um, adaptable and... Based upon the way they're vaccinating, they're creating the problem that they say they're trying to solve. Um, there's new studies coming out of Israel and all around the world where they've had highly vaccinated populations that are having break, breakthrough cases, um, record numbers of log cases. See, this keeps the public in panic and fear. The thing is, is people need to do one simple thing. Stop. Don't comply. Don't take something that you don't understand. If you don't understand your health, and if your health provider keeps on pushing it, you say, why are you so interested in getting that needle in my arm? Is it money? Is it power and control? Think about it. Stop thinking of these people as actually having no objective or agenda. They have an agenda. This is the agenda that they're trying to do. So masks, of course, don't work. They've never worked. They know they don't work. The only reason why they use masks in the surgery is because of droplets that can be would come out of a surgeon's mouth or a nurse's mouth. Uh, that's the reason why they mask up and do everything in the surgery. It's a wholly different environment. It's a closed and controlled environment. Let me repeat that for you. Closed and controlled environment. It's highly different from most of your interactions on a daily basis. For example, masking outdoors absolutely insane but they're doing it in the united states oregon has uh, oregon's government governor kate brown she's a communist by the way she hangs out with the ccp and we'll get to that she's put that in place duke duke university is talking about outdoor masking this is nonsense and this is driven by very evil evil people these people are not listening 
They will not listen. And the only thing you can do is just not comply. If we comply in mass, you give them power. If you don't comply in mass, you force their hand to do things. And when they get violent, you put that on tape, you put that on a video, you pass it around the world, and eventually they'll back down because they ain't going to have a choice. Eventually they're going to spiral out of control because they want control and power over you. That's all they want. We all should know this by now. But we have a lot of stupid sheep out here. Now I hate to call them stupid, but they are. They're stupid because they comply. They don't want to rock the boat. They want their money. They want their job. I understand. I really do. But it's stupid to go along with something that does not work. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't matter how many studies I go find. It doesn't matter how many studies you present to them. It doesn't matter if the study... They'll say, well, it wasn't published in 2021. Or it wasn't published in 2020. So you're going to tell me that in 2017 or 2015, when studies were run on masks, and it was done without the pressure of politics, of money, of granting, and it was just done on a routine basis, and they found that these things don't work, that suddenly... Those, those studies are bad, but the ones that are done under pressure of money and public policy and agendas are going to be better. Use your head. Don't, don't, don't buy into the hype. Um, so this is all to destabilize all these little tools because it gets us in the us and the us. Destabilization is always a divide, divide and conquer, uh, divide, conquer. Uh, people into little groups you want everybody in their little silos and you want them all interacting and fighting against each other